When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends from an alternate future. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we are taking a break from our normal programming. And I thought it'd be fun to give you a little peek behind the veil, the Patreon veil. So we make a lot of exclusive content for our Patreon supporters, and sometimes that content has a huge impact on the main storyline of the show. A case in point is the Bondlegrob, one of the big bads of season two. During season one, one of our amazing patrons, Mitchell Daly, created a game for us called RAR It's Ms. Wexler, and obviously we were so excited to play it. But what started as a bit in that game became one of the most dangerous monsters the world of Mystery County has ever known. So I thought it would be fun to present to you this week the very first appearance of the Bondlegrob. It's season one, so the audio isn't the best, but I think you'll agree that the content is stellar. If you enjoy what you listen to and you want to get more of it, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash mysterycounty. Your support at any level will get you all of the back catalog of content that we've created and some cool surprises that we have coming up for everybody. All that being said, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of monstrous moments and hormonal hominids. I'm Tyler Samples, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hey everybody, I'm Rashawn Scott, and I'm excited to play. Hi, I'm Erin Rain, and I'm also excited to play. I'm Claire Linick, and you're not going to believe this, I'm excited to play. Hi, I'm Alan Linick, and I will be playing the monster called the Bondlegrob. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And thank you so much, Alan, for that uh, segue into this. Because, yes, today, we, our friend, our dear companion and collaborator, Jeff Murdoch, is shooting something right now, um, a, a film, short film, not like a gun. <laughs> and so he couldn't be with us. So we decided to record a very special episode of... Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. This is going to be kind of like a prequel of sorts because we're going to go back into the the earlier history of Susan Wexler. Specifically, we're going to be playing a different game. We're going to be playing a game that one of our Patreons created, uh, Mitchell Daly, uh, who is a fantastic game creator. He created a game called RAR. It's Ms. Wexler. And this is a hack of the 200-word RPG game, Fuck, It's Dracula, by Levon Jehanian. And that game is also incredible. Check it out. It's very fun. For this game, what we are going to be doing is you all are going to be playing a group of monsters in a small town USA. It is 1986, and the puppet of a malicious spirit who is soft on monsters but hard on humans is in the White House. 
and you all have just noticed as an unfamiliar 1957 VW bus has just limped into town. It's going to be up to you to investigate. So that's the setup for RAR. It's Miss Wexler. Now, the way that this works is as follows. We're going to create characters. We're going to go through. I am going to be playing the WM, the Wexler Madam. The rest of you are monsters. So I will broadly be playing Miss Wexler. However, Claire, who is the actual originator of the character, will likely be weighing in with uh, her thoughts on this since this is all going to be canon. So I want to make sure that, that Claire is very much participating in what we are determining actually is a moment from Susan Wexler's past. The way the game works is as follows. Anytime you try something challenging, you're going to roll 1d6 against one of the stats that I uh, that we establish in a moment. If you roll lower than your stat, you succeed. If you roll higher than your stat, I will be writing something on your character sheet. If you roll equal to your stat, you both succeed and I write something on your character sheet. Now, in terms of writing some things on the character sheet, this is generally something that would be maybe a little hidden or something like that. Since we're doing this in an audio-only medium and our audience can't see your sheets, what we'll be doing is I will be, anytime I need to write on your sheet, I'm going to ask everybody else to mute or, or to remove your headphones and not listen for a second as I tell only the player and our audience something about their character. And then you will come back in. Does that make sense? Very I smart. love that. Mm-hmm. So we'll have That's a bunch of little you're the secrets. Wexler, madam. That's why I'm the Wexler <laughs> madam. Secret. So um, first step, you have four stats that, that Mitchell has created for each monster. These stats are as follows. Devour, dominate, elude, and submit. So you're going to roll 1d6 for each stat. So we have those. So go ahead and roll your stats up, y'all. I got a good. Oh, good set. Oh yeah, what's your uh, d- what's your devour, dominate, elude, and submit, Aaron? Four, five, five, one. Wow. Yeah, I don't submit easily. And let me know once you've rolled up your characters. My stats are good to go. I've rolled up. I do have a question. Should we be creating like a cryptoid situation or? That it's a great question. Um, I think let's let's go through step two here first, and then we'll sort of see what happens with it. Cool. Gorgeous. So now step two, everybody rolls one d six for one monster trait from the following list. I'll read it while you guys roll. The lists are: uh, if you roll a one, you get sharp teeth; a two, you're shape shifting; a three, mm-hmm. slippery fins; four, glowing eyes; five, telepathy; and six, big wings. What did folks get? Slippery fins. Mm. Shape-shifting. Telepathy. Alan? I got teeth. teeth. Wow, we all got something different. All right. So we have, nice. so it's it's uh, sharp teeth, shape-shifting, slippery fins, and telepathy. So now I guess the question is, yes, what are you guys? Are you all the same, like, type of monster? You just have different elements of it? Are you a group of different monsters? This is truly up to you to tell me. Uh, well, all we know is that you're a bunch of monsters who are currently in this moment working together. Beyond th- that, everything is on the table for you to decide. I think it's fun if we're all different kinds of monsters. But yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, my first idea was to be a gargoyle. A gargoyle? Like a, yeah. Is that a, uh, I, I'm not being rude. Is that different than a gargoyle or is that? Oh, no, that's just my, that's my voice. Okay. Gargoyle. 
How do I say it? Will you say it one more time? You? Gargoyle. You know what? Yeah, I say gargoyle. You say gargoyle, and it's both as acceptable. Well, I might have been messing myself up because I already chose the name Greg Oil, and now I can't <laughs> quite get it together. No, no, I understand. You are you are you are Greg Goyle, the gargoyle. That's amazing. <laughs> I love I'm, it. I'm throwing it back to one of my earliest D and D characters, and um, um, my name's Goop, and I'm kind of like a little amphibious frog, but like yes. a monster. Okay, yeah. great. My name's Goop. That's what it is. Yeah, Goop. Great. I'm like a a very like a like a pterodactyl skexies bird thing called Craw. Cool. Craw, Goop, Greg Goyle, and <laughs> uh, Alan. What are you? I'm the Bondlegrab. No, <laughs> and, I'm all teeth, and I eat feathers. And it's I, I have the Bondlegrab. Yes, haven't you heard of the Bondlegrab? <laughs> I have, in my nightmares. <laughs> so we have Craw, Goop, Greg Goyle, and the Bondlegrab. Now, mm. so Craw is a Skeksis little bird-like creature thing, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Goop is a sort of frog man little creature thing. Yeah, like picture a frog, but like too big for a frog, <laughs> too small for a kid. <laughs> and like the a flathead. Alter- the alternate the original uh the original Britney Spears song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not yet a kid. I'm not a kid. Oh not yet a frog. That's me. <laughs> we have Greg Goyle, who's a gargoyle, and then the Bondlegrob. And I am so sorry; I was so taken by the Bondlegrob's uh, force of personality that I missed some of the details of what. Uh... I have big teeth, and I eat feathers. <laughs> um, and Alan, would you say this is a throwback to five minutes ago when Tyler said <laughs> that I basically just played Julia Childs? <laughs> Is that what my voice sounds like? That's what, a little maybe bit. Not. The bundle grab. I know. To me, yeah. The, to me, there is such a. There, I see what you mean, Claire. I see the Julia Childs, but there's also so much more to it. To me, it's it's so it's the bundle grab. It's its own thing. It's the bundle grab. It's be, it's its own thing. Um. Okay. So this is also useful because also these are creatures then that presumably, um, creatures like them will exist in Mystery County proper going forward forever like these uh-huh. are cryptids that exist in the world yeah. and monsters oh i'm so excited yeah. to hear tyler do the bondle grab the i mean the bondle grab honestly is the easiest one of them to me i feel like i can nail that because <laughs> yeah, that's just great. this i'm the bondle grab <laughs> i think i actually am doing an impression of an npc i've heard you do before <laughs> i think that's so oh yeah God. that that one i'm, I'm like yeah, you, Alan zeroed in on the one that I was like, that one's coming back for sure. <laughs> but I have high hopes for Craw and Goop and Greg Goyle to, to get their moments in the sun as well. Like a bird with just skin. <laughs> right. Oh. Well, so before we yeah. go any further, I do have an important question. Since the Bondlegrob eats feathers, did Craw used to have feathers and they got eaten? Or is, <sighs> is Craw always been a, a featherless bird creature? Craw has always been smooth and rough of texture. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Now, Claire's crying. <laughs> Too scared? Step three for this is going to be you need to write down who or what your character loves to eat the most. 
this can feathers. be <laughs> yeah, as we've already learned uh the bondle grob loves feathers this can be very specific this can be very uh generic this can be abstract or concrete whatever you want i'm going to go down the list bondle grob of the bundle grob of course eats feathers there's only one <laughs> craw what do you eat what do you uh, love to eat the most i should say craw loves creme brulee <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, okay, so I, but I, under- I understand what you you mean. I cry eats dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so craw eats dream. Craw feeds on dreams, but it, the craw's favorite food is of course creme brulee. <laughs> yeah, but you can't you can't just eat creme brulee. No, of course not. You'll get a stomach <laughs> Goop, what is the thing that you feed on? Pizza flavored goldfish, but like real fish, like a, especially a koi fish. If someone loves the fish, it tastes the more delicious. You can buy these pizza flavored spices from Trader Joe's and sprinkle it on the fish. It makes it really good. Oh man! Um, for everybody else, I have to apologize. Goop is um, a character that Aaron played in one of the first times that Aaron and I ever played D&D together. And so my love of Goop uh, knows no bounds. And it's been a very, it hurts her throat, so she doesn't do it very much. <laughs> so this is a very uh, delightful moment for me. I'm really enjoying it's getting to meet Goop again. Inside joke. Thank you. I love you. So uh, <laughs> Goop eats pizza flavored uh, goldfish. If someone loves the fish, it makes it taste better. Yeah, real fish. You know, goldfish, carp, koi. <laughs> And yeah. Greg Goyle, what do you what do you love to eat the most? The skin. <laughs> oh Christ! This Greg Goyle is a real monster. Oh, like, oh fuck! It could be different skins. It could be like potato skins, human skins, turkey skins, just skins. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> do you like the skin on the top of pudding? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Sick. Oh wow! Or like when you when you forgot to skim the top of your soup and you put it in the fridge and it gets that like little fat layer on top. No, not that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> please don't say potato that skins though. Now, uh, so it is going to be up to you all. So, well, no, I'll just I'll jump us into it to to get us into there. So, um, the one thing I would say is uh, take note of your stats and kind of follow and play into them. So. If you have a high stat, if you have like a five or a six and something, that means you're quite good at that. You are always likely to succeed at doing that. If you have a low stat, it means you're pretty bad at it. So when that happens, you're likely to, you know, quote unquote, fail at it, in which case I will be writing something on your character sheet. Again, not going to write, just going to tell you and then you will write it. But so we'll try to keep track of things. Um, There are five phases to this game. Phase one is going to be investigate the VW bus. Now, before we investigate the bus, let's set the stage for this. You four are monsters in a small town in the U.S. What is the name of this town? Um, Bustin. Yeah, that's it. Bustin? Yeah, Bustin. Yeah. Yeah, Bustin, Massachusetts. Bustin. Yeah, Bustin, Massachusetts. (laughs) Now... (laughs) Now, you four, I, I don't know that you are all close friends, but you, you are acquaintances. I mean, you're monsters. You you all have your own ecosystem. 
you know, obviously, you don't necessarily directly affect each other. You're not competing for the same thing. So you are like uh, predators existing in the same area, but in the way that like a hawk uh, and a well, it's a little it's even a little more different than that, because most predators would cross pollinate in terms of what they eat. You don't. So you actually get along fine. It's the main thing for you all is trying to keep a low profile so that people don't come after you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's sort of the nature of the monsters. You stick to the shadows, but also sticking to the shadows can be a bit lonely. So you do find moments of connection as you have come to find in Boston, Massachusetts. It's an odd moment where as different monsters of different species and existence, um, you have somehow worked out what is pretty rare for monsters, which is a uh, sort of casual cohabitation of sorts within the town. You all have your own areas, but you do uh, interact and sort of coordinate a little bit more. My question before we get into it is who started that? Who got here first? Who's the longest uh, resident of Boston, Massachusetts? Greg. Yeah, I've been here for like 300 years. Nice. Wow. But no one saw me. <laughs> Greg, uh, do you follow classic gargoyle rules of you sort of spend a lot of your time pretending to be a statue? Yeah. What building in Buston do you habitate on? Uh, it used to be a library, but now it's a roller skate shop. What's the name of the former library, now roller skate shop? Uh, deals on wheels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's so- when it was the library. <laughs> <laughs> so Greg uh, parks on, on top of the roof of deals on wheels. Everybody in town assumes that Greg is a statue that the former library had had constructed. Who came in next, Greg? Uh, presumably there are a lot of monsters who come and go over the time, but uh, this next monster stuck around and you just never chased them out. Who is that? Uh, I am so sorry. I need to write these down. Aaron, what is your character's name? Goop. G-O-O-P. Oh my god, I stole Goop's voice. I need to find a different voice. No, no, no. They're very different. No, you didn't. It's pretty different. Okay, okay. I don't sound anything like that. Okay. It's Goop. <laughs> Great. Goop, how long have you been in Bustin? I've been in Bustin uh, about uh, uh, 12 years. <laughs> Great. That's uh, a while for my people. And uh, Goop, you tell me, how did you encounter, what was the first time you encountered Greg Goyle? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, I saw, I was like floating down the river and I saw this really stinky building <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's probably something stinky in there to eat. So I got out of the river and I saw this freaking, like, I don't know, this freaking guy up on the roof. And I was like, what the hell are you doing? We got to talking and realized we had a lot in common. And uh, that's how we met. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, and then Greg, or I'm sorry, Goop, who was the next monster to kind of join this coterie of yours here in town? It was the Bottletavian. I don't remember his name. <laughs> the Bundle Grub? Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, how did uh, the Bondle Grob, how long have you been in town? Oh, not so long. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> and uh, what brought, I'm curious, what brought the Bondle Grob to Buston? I used to live in a little town in Delaware, but wouldn't you know it, ate them out of all their feathers. <laughs> Had to move, a Bondle Grob's gotta eat, or <laughs> I get Bondle Grouchy. <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. Um, great. So when you moved into town, what was your first? Um, so obviously birds are, are fairly easy, like a pigeon. Nobody's going to notice it or whatever. What was the first big feather grab that the Bondle Grob successfully made that kind of got you noticed by Goop? Um, good question. Well, so it's like, what, the 60s? Yes, it is. It, it well, no, it is uh, 1986. Oh, 86. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think um, in the like the just budding techno rave scene, um, feather boas have started to become <laughs> a thing. Yeah. So you know that thumpy music has drawn my ear. But those feathery boas have drawn my appetite. <laughs> and why was Goop there, or or what did you know? How did you encounter Goop at this uh, rave scene? I was like, "Ooh, this is a monster, not a person." But no one else <laughs> seems to mind. And Goop, how were you slipping past people's notice as a monster in this rave scene? I was wearing a hat. <laughs> it was reminiscent of a Dr. Seuss character. Wow, topical. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. No, I didn't mean it. Uh, uh, specifically, <laughs> it was a big stovepipe hat, and it was fluffy. So, uh, I'm not a fan of Dr. Seuss one way or the other. <laughs> the hat was popular among ravers at the time. <laughs> and Craw, uh, then, so I think it falls to you. You're the most recent addition to this. Now, Craw, you have the shape-shifting ability. Is that correct? Yes! <laughs> so, Craw, you pass a little bit more smoothly in um, everyday um, wow, in everyday society than the others, because you can, I presume, can look like a normal person. Is that correct? Yes, I like to go to... <laughs> Craw goes to the movies and watches <laughs> scary films and follows the scary... Movie watchers home to eat dreams. <laughs> um, so you, yeah, I imagine, let's see here. What was the movie you saw the night you followed the chicken farmer home? Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah, it was a midnight movie. <laughs> uh, and what was the name of the chicken farmer? Uh, that was uh, Harriet Focus. Oh. Harriet Focus is a very good name. You followed Harriet Focus home from the midnight movie of Little Shop of Horrors, and you encountered, after you finished uh, eating her dreams and finishing the last little bit of creme brulee flavored ice cream that she has in her freezer, not the same, oh, but it, still pretty good. It's so, it's my favorite. <laughs> you saw, of course, the bundle grub just going to town on the feathers in the chicken, in the chicken coop. <laughs> Oh, hello there. Oh, oh, pardon me. Hello. Oh, uh, 
I was just finishing up eating a dream, and I saw you going ham on that chicken. Wait a second. Crawl? Is that you? <laughs> Bumblegrub? No way! Almost, as always. The Bumblegrub, how do you know Craw? Me and Craw go way back. Um, I think we were hunted. Oh, wow. Some monster hunters. Um, you know, we, way, way back in the day, we lived in the same town. Oh, yes. And, uh. We kind of got along, and because we had we had different spheres that we liked to occupy, and there was never any territory issues, so we would hang out from time to time and joke about humans. Um, but then a bunch of monster hunters came to town and kind of ran us out. We haven't seen each other since because there's no cell phones. There's no know? cell phones. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I we mean, were displaced. I... Those monster hunters came and just really just <laughs> messed up what was a really lovely uh, surviving community. It's true. Yeah, they kind of not only surviving, and... thriving. Yeah. Um, so you all have been interacting since then also i'm not going to ever ask the bondle grob for any other physical details because i love the idea that the bondle grob i the less i know about him the more terrifying it is (laughs) all i know is that it has sharp teeth and eats feathers and then that's it big teeth big sharp teeth teeth just teeth I'm just going to say teeth a couple more times and that whatever image you're thinking, that's that's correct. Yeah, exactly. Now, also, Greg, you have telepathy. Is that your ability that? I? Yes. OK, wonderful. So all of what we just did is not actually part of the rules. I just wanted to do it to establish some fun <laughs> dynamics in between everybody and give me a chance to understand the world a little bit better. So we are in Buston, Massachusetts. You all, for whatever Bustin. reason, Buston. And what does it do, Alan? I believe uh, the line is, Bustin makes me feel good. I knew we Thank needed to you. get it out sooner or later. So. Yes. Hey, when it comes to Bustin, you got to get it out sooner or later. Oh, you are telling <laughs> me. <Bustin-less>. So you all keep pretty close tabs on the town of Bustin. It's very small. Uh, like barely, it would not be able to, to handle a fifth monster in. But you have worked out a sort of loose... Um, yeah, like a loose organization that keep you, you all keep to your own sort of territory, but you the all. The water, the sky, the stone, and the coops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the four elements of monsters. Uh, <laughs> you have this tight little group that works together. And, uh, I think Goop, you notice when a VW bus limps into town. So. You know, you have been around the block to know anytime you see a bus, especially a VW bus, like anytime you see a large, a full size van, Monster Hunters are sure to be following. So mm-hmm. you, I have to imagine, gather the group together to go investigate. I do. We yeah. have now entered phase one, investigate the VW bus. So what start happens at the start of this phase is that I roll, and at the beginning of the phase, something happens. So I've rolled in secret, and I know what has what is going to take place during this phase. Um, the options are, just for our listeners, um, there are six options. Three of them are someone falls in love with Susan Wexler. <laughs> the other three options are a betrayal. Learn one secret about Susan Wexler and one secret about a monster, or RAR, it's Ms. Wexler, when obviously you would be encountering the monster hunter. Um, so, 
Right now we're in phase one. I have rolled. I know what it is. You need to investigate the Volkswagen bus. You have all gathered together. The floor is yours. How are you proceeding? You find the bus. It is sitting in the uh, edge lot of a, uh, I think, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of of the small piggly wiggly that sustains Buston, Massachusetts. And it's nighttime? And it's nighttime. I turned a stone on top of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the bus? The bus so heavy. <laughs> yeah, you, you, the rest of you see the bus and crinkle. The, the shocks give a little bit and the, the roof dents. And there's no sound from inside. You can see just a small smile on Greg Oil's face. <laughs> uh, Craw shapeshifts into just like a... You know, just like a, a kind of a surfer type dude who'd obviously have this type of vehicle uh, and feels around to try to jimmy one of the windows open. Okay, so this would be, let's see, uh, I think this would be a, would you, would you say this would be more of a devour role or a dominate role? I'm trying to dominate this bus, my guy. Do it. Roll a <laughs> D6. D6, roll in. Plus, it's going to be a nine. Um, no, don't add your stat. <laughs> oh, you don't. No, but I understand. Okay. So Six. if it is higher than your stat, um, you fail. If it's lower than your stat, you succeed. Well, I failed. <laughs> okay. What is, so you rolled a, what did you roll? I rolled a six. And what is your stat? Dominate is a three. Okay. So I am going to write something on your character sheet. Ooh. Now, everybody, not for headphones? Yeah, everybody else. Um, Pull your headphones away, and I uh, give give me a fifteen second count, and I'll okay. great. Rashawn, mm-hmm. uh, this is what is going on in your character sheet. You called Susan Wexler and reported one of the other monsters. Oh my god! Okay. Okay. Hello. We're back. Hey. Okay. Everything's totally normal. Hmm. Uh, okay, I'm going to um, try to. Uh, I'm gonna run like run around it, and I'm singing Scooby Doo Wee Doo. Where are you, motherfucker? <laughs> and I'm gonna try to get in the door. Okay, the front great. Door. I will say, um, yeah. When uh, wait, should we should we be back yet? Sorry. Yes, yes, you should. Okay. Sorry. We'll do a, a 15 count. If I can't get it done in 15 seconds, then then that is uh, tis tis shame on me. So, ooh, <laughs> you know what we should do? You should if we do this again. Um, you should just ping us in the Discord. I will do that now. Oh yeah. I'll, I have the Discord up, so. I'll ping you in the the moderator section. Great. What? what? Cool. Um, so keep your eyes on that moderator only section, gang. Yeah. Okay. So when Craw went to the door uh, and tried to do it, it, it didn't seem to budge. Craw had trouble with it. Uh, Goop, you're going up and trying to do the same thing after your yeah. intimidating little display. Exactly. So uh, I believe this would be dominate for you as well. So roll a oh, d6. Yeah. I failed too. I rolled a six. Oh, okay. So everybody else, take Dang. off your headphones. I need to tell bye-bye. Goop something, oh. and then I'll tell you when to come back. Okay, bye. Let's yeah. see here. Goop, uh, you are... Let me Let me look through here what we have for Goop. Hmm. Goop, you 
here is what I'm going to say. Uh, you have started branching out. You have started eating feathers as well. Oh, snap. Okay. Okay. Um, so okay. that is that is something there. Okay. And Thank you. Craw is here. Goop, <laughs> you struggle. The door is, is locked. You are uh, unable to get the door open. That's a tough one. I shouldn't have come up behind you like that. Could have been done. You would have done it, my friend. Oh, um, uh, oh. <laughs> now I'm thinking, uh, Gar- Gregoil, can you have you pierced through the top? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Um, and I just put a toenail through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great, Gregoil. Uh, you can roll to dominate. I will also point out you all have individual abilities, so. Uh, Greg, if you want to try to use your telepathy to explore the, the van from the outside, that is obviously on the table as well. But if you want to put a toenail through, uh, that would be a dominate. I'm going to do that because my friend asked me to. Yeah, of course. Um, I got a six in my plus is, I assume the... Uh, no pluses. So what is your dominate? It's a one. Okay. So you, in order to dominate, <laughs> you need, the, in order to successfully dominate, you have to roll a one. Okay. So, uh, well, you I didn't. Failed. So, uh, <laughs> um, this is this is delightful that you guys are all getting dominated by an abandoned Volkswagen bug. Uh, that's crunched on the top. Uh, it it kind of makes more sense now why teenagers hunt the monsters in this world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody, uh, mute away, and I need to tell Claire something about her character. Okay. Claire, uh, are you there? Great. I need you to write down on your character sheet uh, that any physical, uh, any you, any time you use your physical abilities, part of you breaks. Yeah, I think that's best for everybody. I rolled all ones on everything except for a lewd. Are you really? <laughs> okay, well, no, that's I got So I have yeah. no. I have a two on submit. Sorry, so, but I'm one on devour, one on dominate. So yeah. So I'm just going to say it then this way. You are actively crumbling. Is is what I'm what is what I'm putting on your sheet. You are actively crumbling. Uh, take that as so you will. So sad. Okay. Oh. Okay. All right. So you, um, Greg, tries to put a toenail through uh, a claw, a stone claw through, and it just—it's pretty disconcerting. It just crumbles against the van into dust. Yeah, I'm going to try instead maybe telepathy and just be like, hello, are you in there? There is no response. Okay. (laughs) Okay, sorry to disturb you. (laughs) No, I have to ask, is your telepathy such that you can tell if somebody is in there or not? Or is it just a like... CB radio you put out and wait for a response. I would say normally I could catch thoughts unless it's someone like blocking it. Okay, right? yeah, you're not catching any thoughts. Okay. Uh, guys, that neither thing worked. Okay, uh, Are wait. we sure the car is a threat? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's already taken me down. Uh, what is the bondle grab doing in all of this? 
Um, I have not yet approached the van, mm-hmm. but any wary eye um, might note that at the top of the nearby 7-Eleven, just barely visible, is a silhouette perched in the dark with many sets of glowering, glowing red eyes. Um, and if you listen really closely from that pile of death perched across the street on the top of the 7-Eleven staring down at the VW Bug, you might hear ever so softly on the breeze the sound. <laughs> uh, great, yeah. So you all look across at the 7-Eleven and you see the bundle grab just hanging out watching uh, uh, a parking lot away from the rest of you. Wait, actually, I'm sorry. I just noticed my elude stat is a two. <laughs> so I'm going to addendum that and say that plainly visible <laughs> in the night sky. Yeah. The, there is a six-year-old boy who sees you as you uh, dry, as he is uh, riding in the back seat of his uh, parents' station wagon as they are driving past. And you see him look and you just see his eyes go wide and tears just start rolling down his face as a silent scream forms in his mouth as the station wagon goes by. Yes. Um, I slime at him in greeting. Mm-hmm. And you know who that one is? That person is? It ends up being Eli Roth. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the famous film director? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you know what? S- speaking of which... Not, uh, this isn't speaking of that, but Goop has an idea. <laughs> <laughs> What's your idea, Goop? Seamless transition, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to take down this license plate number, and then I'm going to call my friend Bradley, who owes me one, if you know what I mean, and can look up license plates to see who this belongs to. I'm going to use the payphone at the 7-Eleven. Great. Yeah, you go to the payphone. You dial it in. Uh, I use my tongue to dial. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and uh, phone rings and answers, and you hear, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, welcome. Uh, wow. Uh, let me see if I can do a non-Paul accent for any NPCs here. You're in um, Massachusetts. I'm in Massachusetts. Uh, the, the Celtics, Boston, Hobbit. Okay. Yeah, uh, hi. Thanks for calling uh, Fish Filess. Hey, Bradley. You know what this is about. Uh, you know hey, who this is. Hey, I don't need any more for now. I'm good, okay? We- now, three, W, J, oh, seven, God damn one, All right. F, P. You hear, you hear faintly in the background, as a, uh, some, a, a second line uh logs on to the uh m- through the modem onto the uh very early internet that he has access to <clears throat> and he says uh okay uh yeah we got uh, uh it seems like uh the last name is Wexler uh first name here is Susan oh sounds like a lady yeah hey. uh, what what do you need about it you trying to eat a fish click <laughs> And then I also hang up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you have you have the informa- you have the name. Okay, I'm gonna go back and tell everybody. Okay. Oh, in the meantime, I had shape shifted into a regular guy and just got some like <laughs> chips from the Seven Eleven. Nice. What's going on, Goop? Oh, hey, oh, we're looking for a hot lady, I assume, by the name of Susan Wexler. All right. Uh, I swoop down. <laughs> Did someone say Susan Wexler? Oh, yeah. 
You know her? We should all know her and be rightfully afraid. (laughs) Susan Wexler is at this point in time the number five monster hunter in the entire world. Actually, I want to, to... Check in on that because that is an, that is an important moment, and I love your energy in this, Alan, and, and forwarding it. But I want to check in with Claire on this. Susan, is that or Claire? Is that true about Susan? Is Susan a monster hunter at this point? Um, yes, but not within the organization. Okay. So I would still say ranking would be possible, but I'm not within the international organization at this point. I'm doing my own thing. Gotcha. Okay, great. So you're you're just sort of colloquially known, especially by monsters, as the fifth most feared monster hunter. Wait, wait, wait. Is this Barb's sister? <laughs> yes, most of us would know her as Barb Wexler's sister. <laughs> I know. I think, I think much younger sister, <laughs> judging by the way that they comport themselves. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to marry Barb. Barb, say no to cry. Barb never is going to settle down, I can tell you one thing. Uh, I spent a couple nights with Barb, and settling down, mm, not something that happened. Um, Greg just pulls out... Oh, so sorry. Greg pulls out a charcoal painting of Barb Wexler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you all have had uh, a positive encounter with Barb Wexler over the years. Uh, she is. I had a beautiful dream about Bob once, <laughs> but then someone ate that dream, and I give a really <laughs> solid, hard look at Craw. Bob was first to introduce Craw to creme brulee. Her oh, dreams wow. taste like creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what what are you guys doing now? So you you have determined that there is a monster hunter on the loose in well, Buston. I could call, I could call Barb. <laughs> yeah, you could page Barb actually of all people. Yeah. great. Yeah, you. I mean, the the payphone is right there, and you you are able to walk pretty uh, unimpeded throughout. I think the old drunk who sits on the corner of the Seven Eleven definitely saw Goop, uh, but I have to imagine that's not the first time that he has seen Goop. Mm-mm. I would like to eat this man. You <laughs> okay? That would be a devourer roll for sure. I know. Does he have feathers? I think he has a feather in his hat, like you know, like an old hat, like an old pork pie hat. It has one feather, like a bedraggled feather in it. I'm gonna try to use so- my tongue to get the feather. <laughs> what the fuck? That's my favorite part. I don't, I'm sorry, but I love feathers. Okay, so this is going to be, uh, <laughs> we're going to do contested rolls here and see what happens. So the Bondle Grub, you're going to roll Devour. And I okay. think, Goop, you're going to roll on Elude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crap. Wait, am I trying to roll over or under? You're trying to roll under your stat. Oh, great. I, I got it. Okay, great. So you are definitely going to eat this man. Goop, how did you roll? I rolled under. Oh, wait, I rolled the wrong die, though, so I still rolled under. Okay. Okay. You successfully take the feather before the man gets eaten or finished eaten. So um, let's play this out. Yeah. So uh, the bundle grab, uh, how do you do it? Do you just like, what does your consumption ritual look like? Yeah. My my body, which again, teeth, um, (laughs) I, I kind of like 
flatten and spread and engulf the man from all sides like a cape. And then there's like this horrible crunching and a muffled scream that quickly subsides. And then pretty soon I am, I kind of like buckle back down into my normal shape. And the feather, you never got to the feather. It wasn't there. And then you look over and you see a tip of the feather sticking out of Goop's mouth. Uh, I've never been more furious. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I said I was sorry. (laughs) You still have it. Gulp. And then I swallow it. I love that, that Goop leans so heavily into onomatopoeia as a nagging <laughs> yeah. technique. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Goop's an asshole. It's true. Oh, um, okay, so, yeah, so Goop just eats the feather right in front of you. Hmm. Hmm. This is uh, what you sound like. Hmm. 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 Um, I want to go by, well, but we all know that Barb lives in Massachusetts right now, so I think we should all just roll by her house real quick. Yeah. Uh, that even is... though these are kind of booty call hours, she'll understand. Then no let's problem. take the Grobmobile. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to then move into phase two of this, uh, which is you've investigated the Volkswagen bust, and we're now going to return to the local haunt, which in this case is Barb Wexler's house. <laughs> So Barb Wexler's is where you all have started to gather. Barb has been living in Buston, I'm going to say, six months. It's not necessarily a surprise then that Susan Wexler might be here. Uh, I am going to roll to see what happens in this phase. What happened in the last phase, um, I have already dispersed out. So one of you was affected by what happened in the last phase. And I'll remind you uh, to like play hard into that. Um, uh, really uh, push that. Let's just see where it goes. For this phase, I've rolled. I've I have it, um, and you guys pull up towards uh, to Barb Wexler's apartment. Uh, well, Barb Wexler wouldn't have an apartment, even if it was an apartment type place. Barb Wexler, uh, through mysterious means, Barb Wexler became very close to one of the upper crust members of this town, uh, and then he unfortunately passed away soon thereafter uh but actually did leave his home uh to her in his will so she is living in a mansion on the west side of buston massachusetts a very old um old money sort of massachusetts um mansion with like uh very prominent like columns and such on the outside uh as you pull up into the the circle drive uh, in the bondle mobile, is that what it's called? The, the grab mobile. The grab mobile. Uh, you pull up and you uh go up, and Barb is at the door. And what does Barb say, Aaron? Oh, um, oh, oh, hey, hi, hi, guys. You know what? I'm not alone tonight. So <laughs> I don't know what you have in mind, but it's gonna. You have ten minutes. That's uh, all the bondle grab needs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> uh, Seriously, what do you want? Barb, your sister's in town. We have reason to believe. Suze is in town and she didn't call me? Oh, my God. When did she get here? Don't kill her. <laughs> I want to watch. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Not really. What is happening? Only moments ago, 
Her car creeped into town, but we sense no energy from the van. Where should, oh. could she be? You know, she's probably at... Oh, gosh. That girl has no taste. She's probably at Inakano Lodge or something like that. I'm going to say check all the, the flea bag motels and you'll find my little sister. Um, I'm going to telepathically tell Barb that I miss her <laughs> and my knee is just crumbling off. Are you telling her that your knee is crumbling off or that's just something you're saying is also happening? I'm going to tell her both. <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Um, again, I have a guest. You might notice that I'm in my fluffy bathrobe and you know what that means. All of you do. So, Come back to me, Bob. Oh, you wish. Okay. And uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I don't know what he sounds like. So this is, I apologize to everybody, but you hear what you all, what everybody would recognize as the familiar voice of Ted Kennedy saying, uh, Bob, are we, uh, we going to get back to this? Or, Wait, uh, what year is it? 1986. <laughs> oh, oh, Ted Kennedy. Yes. Great. Yeah. Uh, and Barb uh, uh, blows you all kisses and then shuts the door and goes back inside. Perfect. Ooh, she's still got a hold on me. <laughs> it sounds like things. the only thing left to do is check the Knights Inn on the outside of town. Oh, yeah. Let's get there. Fast. To the, do- to the Grobmobile! <laughs> <laughs> um, I telepathically call Shotgun. Okay. Damn it. And as you do... Um, uh, Greg, something when you uh, telepathically reached out to Barb because so somebody had said, you know, Susan's in town and it was so it was fresh on her head, her mind. And you you reached out to tell her you missed her and Barb kind of blew you off. But in that moment, when you were touching her mind, you were touching her memories and you saw Susan Wexler in her memories. And. You saw like a lot of their child. Like you basically saw all of Barb's memories of Susan's. You saw all of the hurt and the the love and the affection and the the guilt and and uh, the jealousy, all of it. And what comes away, what sticks in you, is like how much how much like Barb Susan is, but is more principled, and that that is something that Barb really resents. But it's not something you resent. It is something I would say you fall in love with. Oh, yes. Yeah, probably. Um, and so you are with mixed emotions getting into the 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 Grobmobile uh, as you go to, to hunt this Susan Wexler. So we are going to move into phase three now. Phase three of this, you guys get to, you see the O'Connell Lodge. The easiest way to get kind of an uh a, to espy the the Econo Lodge and really uh do a stakeout of it would be to get to the top of the Sunnyview Heights apartment complex, which is just next door to it. Um, from there, you would have a clear view of all of the uh, entrances to the the motel. It is the Econo Lodge is one of those types of uh, two story motels where there's patio entrances to every motel or every motel room it's all from the outside so the easiest way to to sort of stake it out is going to be from from the the roof of the sunnyview heights apartment complex Um, how are you getting onto that roof i'm climbing up the side of the building like a frog (laughs) 
uh, Craw shapeshifts into a uh, like a, a housekeeper, <laughs> and just takes the uh, just the stairs up. Do not fly. <laughs> um, yeah. No. That's <laughs> my fave. Getting onto roofs is kind of I have my no specialty. Feathers. It's very hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. You can just fly up to the roof. It is not a problem for you at all, Craig. Uh, although. Greg, um, yeah, actually, Greg, I'm going to have you roll to dominate. <laughs> you know that's not going to work. No. Dominate this building. I got a one. I got a one. Hey. Yes. Okay. Success. Uh, Greg, so you, if your roll yes. equals your stat, you succeed, and I write something on your character sheet. So everybody is going to uh, take their Goodbye. headphones away for one second as I talk to Claire. Okay. Claire, you there? Yes. Here's what I'm writing on your sheet. You know, uh, you overheard the phone call conversation that Craw had with Susan Wexler. <gasps> in which b- b- all you heard was the part in which they said, um, you need to stop them. Be here now. But oh you don't know goodness. who they wanted Susan to take out. So Craw had this phone call with Susan Wexler? That's correct. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hi. Great. So you successfully managed to keep your corporeal form together and fly up to the roof with few crumbles resulting. Gorgeous. Uh, everybody else, let's see, the maid makes her way up. Uh, Goop, I, I forget, how are you getting up? I'm climbing up the side. You climb up the side. Goop, this is going to be... Okay, so, uh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna roll for these things here. So, um, Goop, I think that's going to be an elude. I pass. Great, you do it. And um, Craw, I think this is going to be a, an elude as well. Okay. I rolled a one, but my loot is four. You succeed. Yes. You successfully, somebody comes out and says, um, oh, hey, uh, what's your, uh, wow, I cannot do, not do uh, Midwestern accents. Let's see. Park the ca- <laughs> um, you go down to the harbor and you yay. get your car. So, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, what are your rates? Uh, he says, hey, what are your rates for cleaning an, an apartment? Oh, I'm, it's uh, just 75 for the hour. Okay. Um, well, I'll have to check. Do you have a business card? Uh, yeah, I do right here. Uh, there you go. Uh, it's an embossed, uh, like, high. <laughs> Is that also card. part of your shape-shifting? Did you shape-shift a business card? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I always have ident- identification cards for all of my shifters. So he takes it, and then we know 10 minutes from now, it, it reforms back into flesh. <laughs> <laughs> in his wallet um, but you make your way to the top uh, the Bondelgrob how are you getting to the roof I'm just there <laughs> <laughs> you know what the Bondelgrob I think this is a dominate roll as you dominate reality I rolled my stat oh okay so uh, everybody else take your headphones off while I tell the Bondelgrob something you definitely succeed you get to the roof but something else is going to happen uh, the Bondelgrob are you there oh yeah um, 
by the end of the night, you must consume every monster. Oh my fucking god. That's what I'm writing on your sheet. Actually, I'm going to amend that, Alan. By the end of the night, you must consume everyone. In the world? (laughs) Take that as you will. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, uh, you all make your way up and you are on the roof of the Sunnyview Heights apartment complex. I'm going to see a pigeon up here and I'm going to eat it. Wow, just right in front of the bundle grub. No, I want to I eat just it. really want it. <laughs> you guys are competing for eating it? Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay, both of uh, you roll devour. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> oh, damn it. I lost. Uh, Did I you both? I got a six. Okay. I also got a six. Okay, great. The oh, pigeon flies God. away. And um, I'm going to have Claire and Rashawn... Uh, take your headphones off and I'm going to share something with both. I'm going to write something (laughs) on both of your character sheets. Okay. Um, which is, let's see here. Um, (laughs) uh, the, let's see, what, what am I putting on both of you? Um, you, uh, you have actually been working together for quite some time. Um, and you have a con that you are trying to to run on the other monsters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Love it. So you're all standing there on the roof and beginning your stakeout of the Econo Lodge, which is really the only uh, low rent ho- uh, motel in town. So it seems likely that this is where Susan is. You just don't know which room she's in. I bet Susan is on in a corner room so she can have a view. Oh, yeah. Never let anything be behind her back. Sit in the corner. Smart lady. She sounds hot. <laughs> she does. <sighs> Perhaps two of us should go and check it out. The two of <sighs> us who are the sneakiest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sneaky. I think it was me. Oh, I, I would think it was me. I can shape. I can shape shift. <laughs> Maybe we all go. Okay. I'm <laughs> going to wait up here and see what I can see uh, from the rooftop. Oh yeah, me too. I gotta oh, keep I'm... an eye on this bottle do guy. Yeah, I'd probably be best him. at that. So, uh, Greg Coyle, <laughs> it's me and Craw. Let's go. We creep. Uh, I shift into uh, like um, an event planner, and I have a trolley, <laughs> and I have the gargoyle on there. I'm like, where? Who ordered this? Oh my goodness! Uh, I was told to deliver this gargoyle post haste, and there's no one to receive it. Susan Wexler, where are you? Yeah. Um. So this is gonna be. I think this is gonna be a dominate role on the uh, front desk person at the Econo Lodge, who's like, I'm sorry, can I help you? Okay, I rolled a two, and my dominate's a three. You succeed. Yes. Um, and so he's like, like um, I'm sorry, what? I'm looking for Susan Wexler. She ordered this statue. Hello? She's the oh. most uh, uh, eclectic woman in the entire town. Okay. And she's here of all places. Susan, get me out of this nightmare. Uh, she's in room 203. <laughs> it's the corner room at the end. Uh, end down there. 
All right. Well, thank you. You won't be escorting my bags or anything, but I get that's fine. Um, thank you. Good day, okay. sir. And he goes back to kind of leaning and he's uh, watching a a baseball game. Um, can I still smell that back on the rooftop? Can I still smell the feather that Goop ate? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I would like to eat Goop. <laughs> now that we're alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, great. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, <damn> it. <laughs> uh, this would be a devour roll, and Goop, this is going to be an elude roll the for lead. you. I passed the elude. I, I got a one. Okay, you both succeed. Yeah, Goop. How much of you does does the bottle g- 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 grop eat? I think he gets a whole foot. Yeah, the yeah, my the, right foot. The bottle grop takes your foot off clean. God damn it, man! <laughs> Fuck you! What the hell? I you look. you ate something of mine, so now I eat something of yours. We're even. <laughs> that wasn't yours. That freaking feather belonged to that old man. And then yes, but the old whole- man is part of me now. One of many, one of grab, bundle, bundle, hippity hob. <laughs> oh, you, you think you're so fucking tough because you're full of teeth and you ate my leg. Well, I'll show you. You're the, you haven't heard the end of Goop because we're going to be working together for a long time. That's probably true. Let's not let this small moment distract us from <laughs> our goal. I slapped him across the face with my <laughs> little frog paw. Which monster on monster Roll dominate. <laughs> oh, oh, it's just so sad. Goop, roll dominate for me. I pass. Great. Yeah, you slap hard. Uh, <laughs> and it's sticky. Yeah, it's sticky. And your hand comes away with a full handful of teeth. Oh, now I have something of yours. And I eat them. <laughs> That's Great. okay. Yeah. They'll grow back, <laughs> and you didn't even slap the face I like most. <laughs> oh God! Oh, multiple faces. We're going to cut over to um to Craw and uh Greg Goyle as you two uh, are walking your way up. Uh, Greg Goyle getting pushed on the cart, which is, I guess, also part of Craw. <laughs> and Craw uh, pushes forward to two o three. Knocks on the door, it opens, and there is Susan Wexler just in a towel. Oh, and Craw, you fall in love instantly. Oh. Oh. And we are now in phase four. Enter Wexler's lair. I'm going to roll to see what is going to take place. Oh, oh, no. I know. oh God, this is so spicy. <laughs> Greg, so Greg Goyle and Craw, uh, you are both for different reasons one mental one physical you are you find yourself very drawn to the woman in front of you susan what does or what does susan wexler say to the uh this uh, quote-unquote event planner with a gargoyle statue on a uh cart in front of her oh i haven't seen a skit this good since i was in middle school (laughs) (laughs) and she uh steps back and motions you into her hotel room Oh, I love what you've done with this room. It's just so airy and fun and exciting. But you know it's me, Wexler. <laughs> yeah, it's no, great. That's what I was saying when I said skip. Oh, 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 sorry. Oh, 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 okay. Um, oh, well, I brought you uh, Greg Goyle, just like you asked, Wexler. And Greg, this is when you realize mm-hmm. this is what you, the phone call that you heard. Oh, yes. I know that Susan Wexler called Craw and told me to bring her 
the worst monster in all of Boston, <laughs> Massachusetts. Like, the meanest? Uh, I'll leave that up to Susan. <laughs> like, the biggest? Uh, in mass, yes, you are the, the biggest. You know, you're I very dense. walk over to Susan's uh, couch and turn Polly into stone. <laughs> yeah, the couch just crumbles under <laughs> underneath your stone weight. Uh, we go to the other side in the uh, on the roof, uh, sort of faced off against each other. Uh, I guess an uneasy tête-à-tête is Goop and the Bondle Grob. Goop, I will make you a deal. All right. Let's both eat that guy at the front desk. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Great. But for- First, should we check on those other two uh, knobs? Because I feel like it's been too long. I'm sorry, but the bundle grub needs some bundle grub. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, we'll so get bo- on the yeah, both of you roll devour. You d- yeah, both okay. of you roll devour. Okay. All right, I rolled my stat, and Tyler, mm. um, while Goop is distractedly eating this man, I would like to attempt to eat Goop again. Okay. Oh God, damn it. <laughs> you, you will... I passed my devour, by the way. Okay, great. Uh, so we'll do a similar thing, which is going to be um, <laughs> another devour and a lewd roll. <laughs> okay. But I'll... I pass. Okay. I pass also. Okay, great. So let's <laughs> let's establish a few things uh, first through here. Um, I need everybody except for Alan to remove your headphones because Alan, since he matched his stat, I need to write something on his character sheet. Okay. So, Alan. Yeah. The Bondle Grob has always been in love with Susan Wexler. Oh. In fact, the Bondle Grob only ever got with Barb Wexler to try to make Susan Wexler jealous. Um, and and actually, I'm going to add it even more than that. Susan created the Bondle Grob. That's what I'm going to <gasps> say. Susan created? How? I don't know. We'll oh, find out. Lord. But you adore her. Okay. Okay. I'm done. So... Uh, you, let me walk through how this works out. You, you guys creep down and across the, the road to the Econo Lodge. You have seen, uh, Craw and Gary, Greg go in and you follow after they leave and you see the guy and he's like, um, hey, yeah, check it. Oh my God. Oh my God. And you just. Hey, end of your life, man. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah um uh, goop where do you start on this guy i start at the head wow i, mean, I don't like to watch people scream yeah right so your mouth so just immediately scream. covers his head and muffles his screams yeah. as uh the bottle grub starts everywhere else um and as you're going down uh what does the since you both succeeded what part of you does the bottle grub manage to nip away listen it's I, I'm I'm rolling pretty well, okay. I roll mm-hmm. real low, so it's the same leg, but now it's up past the knee. Okay, yeah, <laughs> the little frog knee. Yeah, and so- I I pass it off like an accident, like it was just a beating <laughs> moment. Oh man, you gotta watch your friggin' friggin' watch all your faces, man. I'm I thought we were sorry. working together. Ugh. I know I'm delicious, but 
this is ridiculous. And you're both covered in blood at this point, mostly the the guys. Ooh, yeah, but delicious. I have a big tongue, so I like cartoonishly sloop it all up. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. And I just uh, I turn inside out to put the blood on the inside. Oh, I freaking hate when you do that, man. Also, goop. Uh, I have to say, and I feel so bad for it, but it is part of it. Someone loved this man a lot, so he tastes really good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good meal. It's always bittersweet, but it's worth it. Uh, we'll cut back over to the uh, hotel room uh, where Susan is there. Susan, uh, I'm going to ask you to step in a little bit. How are you controlling this? Uh, the The monster you requested has been delivered to you by the monster that you contacted. Yeah, um, I am going to... Gib Craw, one of my steamiest dreams I've ever had, <laughs> as a reward. Could you give us three just key words for the dream? Oh, absolutely. Umbrella. Oh. Snow. Oh. And um, feet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it's it's. Everything you ever hoped for, Craw, the only thing that could be better would it, is if it would be real. Um, and uh, I'm just going to turn to Greg and just think the thought of like, you know, it's not business, it's personal. <laughs> How does Greg respond to that? Thank you. <laughs> Wait. Did you did you mix that up? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. I was just letting the tension of that moment settle. I, yeah, I didn't expect I anything like, further. Okay, everyone hated that. Uh, Greg, no. uh, yeah, <laughs> and then I guess here is the question, and I realize this is putting a lot on your plate, but. What is Susan's intention? What does Susan want to do with Greg? Um, Greg kind of has to be stopped. Mm. Okay. And there's, um, I want the inside of his stomach for uh, some potions. That's great. Ooh. Yeah. And I think probably also, um, yeah, the the potions using his essence is what would give you the um, third sight. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need that, but also like I'm just kind of being a hero because this is an accidental killer, right? Um, and Greg, you are Greg is getting all of this. Like Susan is not yet uh able to protect her thoughts from Greg well enough to keep this. So Greg is Rolodexing through. But also Greg, every every thought of Susan Wexler is a thought that you fall further in love with. Um and, uh, go ahead. And uh Crawl was promised feathers uh because Wexler could have a potion that would allow Craw to have some feathers so they could fly. Um but I now Craw wants to know like Am I good? Are we? Uh, uh, am I? Can I have my feathers? Did you uh, um, bring me everything I asked for? Uh, 
I mean, they're outside. They just, they'll they'll be here shortly. Hello. <laughs> that's when. Hey, uh, up? <laughs> yeah, that's when <laughs> Goop and uh, the Bondle Grob walk into the hotel room through the wall. Just Susan completely destroy the wall, <laughs> and you can see down through Susan the interior of this hotel, like looking through holes in walls, and in each room is a devoured corpse. As they uh, they oh, roll up, I didn't do it. <laughs> I did. I leave behind <laughs> only the shoes. Oh, now I can. Everyone here smells like Barb. Well, uh, how does that make you feel? Good one. Uh, Good one. It, Especially yellows? my fingers. Not, no, oh, it's come on. a little oh. gross. Get it? Oh, you know what I mean. I'm surprised you feel that way, Susan, considering you made me this way. And we have entered phase five. What? Confront Susan Wexler. <laughs> what? So I have rolled for what is going to take place in this uh, moment. And uh, I think <laughs> what I have rolled is we learn one secret about Susan Wexler and one secret about a monster. And that is this moment. Continue. <gasps> Wait, I have a question. Yes. Does Craw have feathers right now? Craw does not yet have feathers, I don't okay. think. Is, am I correct in that, Craw? Yeah, I just feel like the deal hasn't been sealed. Like, I delivered, okay. but I haven't gotten... Yeah, and Got I will it. point out, I will say to this Craw, looking around the room, you don't see feathers fucking anywhere. <laughs> there is, there is, You don't see a bag of feathers or anything, or even like a spell that cre- could create feathers. There's nothing around feather related at all. Uh, but in this moment, the Bondelgrob uh, launches that accu- um, launches that reveal to Susan and uh, the Bondelgrob. Uh, uh, tell us, uh, tell us about your origin. Yeah, I wander over to the bay window and I gingerly <laughs> place a hand against it as the rain patters against it. Um, and I'm still facing back the other way because I'm kind of facing all directions always. Um, but I. <laughs> I say, I was once three separate creatures, the bar, the ondel, and the grob. <laughs> and then Susan came and united us with horrible magics and an unrequited and overpowering passion. <laughs> now the three of us are one, and the bondle grob will never be satisfied unless... And I turn back to Susan and I say... Unless, Susan, you are finally ready to join the Bondle Grob. Oh, um, this is, okay, that's not quite what this is. <laughs> um, I was approached, and I tell them my secret, right? Yeah. I was approached by a six-year-old writer strong, and uh, <laughs> he's put a bounty on all of your heads, and I gotta be honest. I'm looking for a new couch. Wow. Um, okay, so that hurts my feelings really bad, and the Bondo Grab wow. eats his feelings, so I would like to eat Craw. <laughs> Great. Roll Devour. No! And Craw, ro- roll to elude. All right, I fail. Mm. Oh, but okay. I'm going to help, because part of um, this is part of our deal. Oh. So, like, true. We do have a deal to uh, pull an elaborate... Um, like con on the rest of the gang and the con is we're gonna eat them <laughs> yeah well, so I and especially 
I won't get eaten if they do. So uh, he's broken it a little bit. But okay, so then what I'm going to yeah. say for this is, uh, Goop, you go ahead and roll devour as well, and yours can, or you will roll and add. I fail. Add your roll to. Uh, so add, tell Alan what you rolled, and he'll add it to his roll. Well, I rolled a six. Wait, oh, if I add uh, he'll it, subtract it, it from his roll. Oh, I'm sorry. okay. I rolled a six. Oh, sweet. Then we get a zero. Great. Sick. Uh, Craw, what did you roll? I rolled a two, and my elude is a four. Okay, so you are going to successfully... You will not be completely eaten, but you are going to be deeply wounded as the Bondelgrob turns and uh, lunges at you, and it seems like you are going to be able to get out because you see the open door of the ho- the motel room, but then Goop slams it shut before you oh. can get through, and you are cornered as the Bondelgrob um, chomps down. What... Oh, well, and chomps down through... Um, mm through like the whole cart that you were and things. And I'm going to ask like, what part, part of your shape-shifting ability do you lose? Uh, I'm, I got no props. I'm <laughs> you can no! only change yourself. You lose oh, the, no, just, yeah. just naked shape-shifting. Yeah. Dang. You just lose um, that part of yourself. And I can taste the place where feathers once were. <laughs> and it's so tantalizingly sweet. Yeah. Um, and uh, Greg, what are you doing throughout this? Because all of this is happening. <laughs> Susan has um, been confronted with this horrible truth about uh, the bundle grab, and she has indicated she just doesn't really give a shit and just wants a new couch. Um, what's sad is I knew all of this. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. But I still wow. came because I really wanted to meet Barb's sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in this moment, I think uh, I have to assume the, well, Okay, actually, the only one of you who is not in love with Susan Wexler is Goop. Yeah, I don't care one way or the other. I do her though. <laughs> she's hot. Goop. Oh God. Um, she's hot. She also looks tasty. And also, actually, I have to really what it is is Goop. This is maybe the most loved person you've been in contact with in quite some time. She's loved by monsters, like. How rare and tasty must that be? Uh, uh, I'll be 100% honest. Getting things that can talk, not my fave, but I'm going to try. <laughs> uh, so roll plus, uh, roll devour. Uh, okay. Try to get under. And, yeah. I succeed. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you watch. Wait, no, no, I rolled my, I rolled my actual Okay, scene. so you yeah. succeed, and I will write something on your character sheet. Yeah. Um, okay, so in this, let's see, everybody take a moment away, and I will write something on Goop's character sheet. Um, uh, okay, Goop. Yes. Uh, your tadpole form ends in five minutes. My ta- I'm in tadpole form right now? Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, or, or I'm going to say even less than that. Like a minute. Yeah, your your tadpole. Okay. Really, I'm going to say your tadpole form ends now. Okay, is got what it. I'm going to say. Okay. Um, <laughs> um. So as Goop turns and uh uh go walks towards Susan um with hunger in his eyes, Greg, you see this. Uh, you see that Susan is in danger. She doesn't even notice as she's talking and kind of navigating with the bundle grab and craw. Yeah, I'm going to put my body in front of Susan's. 
Okay. Uh, you do. You block. So you put yourself in between Susan and Goop. Goop. Uh, Greg Goyle, this very large stone gargoyle, uh, places himself as an obstacle in between the two of you. What do you do? Oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and I'm I'm growing. And Goop actually says, "Oh, time to grow." And then get like. Goop's head pull form ends, and Goop grows into a grown-up Goop. <laughs> and what does a grown-up Goop look like? A grown-up Goop is more round, oddly, like, less specific featured, but, um, and I still don't grow that one foot back, but it's okay, I've got three others, so kind of like a big, round, green, slimy ball with kind of a big mouth and little eyes and short little legs that, like, barely matter um but i'm big now i'd say i'm like four feet tall but then as a ball that's big yeah yeah it's a big ball yeah you're just uh you grow to not the same size as not the same height as greg but certainly this a larger width because my mouth is huge like huge like pac-man style yeah and it's just filled with with teeth yeah um and some of them are really flat and some of them are really pointy so ouch wow yeah you're an omnivore for sure yeah uh and greg you encounter this what do you do greg it looks like the the uh, it looks like goop is about to try to devour you um and susan would me turning to stone count as a lewd sure that's what i'm gonna do then i'm gonna put myself in front of her like wings up and turn to stone Okay, great. Uh, roll to elude. I mean, I did it. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> Goop, you are unable to fit your mouth around. The wings out uh, prevents it. You are unable to get your mouth around. As And I'm curious what's in this moment Susan is doing. Um, Susan is trying to get something out of their, her pant leg. <laughs> oh god oh no oh no oh no oh no, oh, no. Uh, yeah so you just see susan sort of leaning down and fumbling with her pant legs goop uh you're there uh the bondle grab you see goop has uh transformed into this very large uh behemoth type creature uh, how are you reacting to it terror <laughs> uh, oh yeah by the way the deal is off Oh no! And you see a second mouth form on Goop. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, and um, I'm going to try to climb inside and get my feather back. Oh, <laughs> I'm chomping down when. I'm okay. Down. So you are. I think this is a devour versus a dominate role. Mm. So uh, the bundle grab. Let's do a dominate role. Fuck. I rolled a six. You rolled a six? Uh, okay. Uh, so you, that is a failure. Um, I'm going to write it. And at this point, I'm just going to write openly on people's sheets. Uh, yeah. We don't need to go away. Um, uh, <laughs> the Bondle Grob, uh, all of your stats invert. Oh. So oh, my lord. Okay. A, a five becomes a two. Uh, a one becomes a six, etc. Oh, <laughs> man. I wish I had that. Whoa. Um, as something just changes inside of you. 
as you go in, uh, this raw explosion of, of uh, energies coming from Goop. Uh, Goop, Excellent. what did you roll for your devour? I rolled a one. Wow. You do uh, close your mouth completely down on the bondle grub. And yeah. Craw, you watch as, the bo- as Goop eats the bondle grub. Uh, and then, I, I, I mean, I'm fine to be dead here, but I would like to pose this opportunity <laughs> to Aaron to become the new and infinitely more powerful Bon Dupe Grob. I'm in. That was also what I was thinking was going to happen, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Uh, We're all on the exact group. I propose Bondle Group. Bondle <laughs> Group it is. Yeah, Bondle Group. Bondle Group. Uh, so, Craw and, well, Greg is Doesn't just... Doesn't Bondle Group sound, sound like it should be a corporate entity in Germany? It, sound, it does. It, it sounds exactly <laughs> like the kind of thing that should exist in 1986. <laughs> the Bondle Group. We're getting into junk bonds. <laughs> <laughs> and hedge funds. Uh, Kra and Susan watch as, as the Bondle group forms into this horrifyingly large monster. Kra, what are you doing in this moment? You're, you've been shorn a bit. Uh, Susan, the love of your life in this moment, is there. Uh, Greg is protecting her, and these two monsters have teamed up in the most literal sense. Wait, who's uh, the love of my life? Well, Bra. not the love of your life necessarily, love. but uh, oh, Susan is the love saying, of Craw's yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were saying one of these guys was the love of my life. I'm like, which one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would think at this moment, Craw would, uh, tr- ex- uh, through Craw's pores, since there's no feathers, is like a sleeping powder that just emanates puffs throughout the room, and I'm going to try to um, like do a lobotomy on Bondle Group, Bondle Rob. Great. I think this would Bingo. be a submit role. You were trying to make them submit. <sighs> yes. Let's see if we can do it. All right. I rolled a six. That's a success. Oh, and my but my submit is a five. Oh, that's not a success. That's a fail. No. Um. Okay. So. Um. Uh, this is what I'll say. It, go- it goes backwards. You submit to them. Uh, the bundle crock. Uh, and I think I, I have to imagine. Um, well, the bundle group, the bundle group, you watch as uh, craw just um, freezes up, oozes out this viscous liquid from its pores and then just kneels before you in uh, supplication and submission. What do you do? Uh, um, do we eat it? I have two brains now. Um, Alan? I don't know what to do. Hello? Okay, I'm going to make this decision on my own. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're the bundle group now. No, no, you're uh, both the bundle group. This is a oh. collective choice. Ooh. Uh, I guess... I kneel before you! Do you want to, like, be part of us or something. You, your we could become the be... Crondle Group. Oh, that's good. The Crondle Group. Yeah. And, and as you say that, uh, Greg, you watch uh, in frozen horror as they subsume Craw and form this large winged black. Holy shit! We're making the coolest fucking king of monsters. Yeah, we're about to kill it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, 
Greg, what what does Greg do in this moment? Um, Greg is going to go ahead and just stay stone. <laughs> Greg's got one move, baby. Uh, so Greg would be the one to see then um, as he sees uh, Susan Wexler pull uh, something from her pant leg. And mm-hmm. uh, Susan Wexler, I think, makes eye contact with Greg. And what does Susan say to Greg? Uh, thank you for everything. Aww. And Greg just has like a single tear come down his stone face. <laughs> As a gout of flame bursts forward and starts to incinerate. And we would cut to black there. <laughs> And that has been RAR, it's Ms. Wexler. <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh, this was so fun. That this was, very was fun. really fun. I also love that we <laughs> learned that Susan Susan Wexler is uh, has has some big big skeletons in her closet. Oh yeah, so Which many skellies. We knew, but also <laughs> the fact that you created a horrible monster that consumes other monsters. Very fun. And I got a hot date in Greg. We're probably 24 more hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. Un- until he uh, uh, crumbles away to-, to dust forever. Oh, my God. Any minute now. So, uh, once again, I just want to say thank you so much to Mitchell Daly for creating this uh, lovely, so, and in the best possible way of saying it, so dumb, so fun game for us to play today. We really appreciate it. Uh, Mitchell, will we have that up on our Patreon, and Mitchell has it on his own website, which we will have in the show notes uh, attached with this episode. So please check it out, uh, and thank you all so much for for joining us today. That was the 1986 backstory of Susan Wexler, and going forward, get ready for the Crondle Group. Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you, Mitchell. See you soon, Mitchell. We're on our way, Mitchell. Hey there, Monster Hunters Club. Got another cool podcast for you to listen to if you're like, but I'm out of podcasts. Not anymore, because introducing to you all my fantasy children. And all my fantasy children, Aaron Catano says and Jeff Stormer take a listener-submitted prompt and, using some of their favorite tabletop RPGs, create an original fantasy character. Along the way, they share laughs, stories, verbal hugs, and populate a shared universe one story at a time. Check it out! And here's a verbal hug to you.
The history of role-playing games is weird and wild, and we here at System Mastery are determined to look through it all. Every heartbreaker that drove a man to bankruptcy to see his vision of D&D with really specific armor maintenance rules come to fruition. Every game where you get increasingly certain as you read it that this is all just one person's weird fetish. Every system that painstakingly recreates how medieval life was really like, and then also you can cast Fireball. The System Mastery podcast wallows in the filth of RPG history. Come, join us in the muck at System Mastery.